Hey, this is Daniel Van Kirk. Wanted to jump here in the ads to tell you about a show I am doing. It's at Nowhere Comedy Club, which means it's everywhere. It's wherever you are. You can find tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com or at DanielVanKirk.com. And the show is a headlining stand-up comedy show from me with almost all new material, including a story I have never told before in a comedy setting or on quote-unquote stage. So I hope you can make it out. It is Thursday, July 16th at 6 o'clock Los Angeles time. That would be 8 o'clock Rochelle, Illinois time. And wherever else you are, please figure it out. The first 100 tickets are only 10 bucks. Every ticket after that only goes up to 15. So it's $15 a ticket. And there is a meet and greet option, which means 50 people. That's it. We'll get to hang out with me after the show. Talk to me about all the new material you just saw. Maybe we'll do some sort of dumb people town story if you have one of those or a pen pal letter if you have one of those that you want to read. Or we will just hang out and hang for a little bit after the show. Again, and that is the NowhereComedyClub.com or DanielVanKirk.com for my headlining show on July 16th. That's a Thursday at 6 o'clock Pacific time. I really hope to see you there. Thanks. Hey, guys. Do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor. And Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's, uh, there are creation tools that I love it, it that allow it so you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays and anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for you. Yeah. Or maybe we want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sclabro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Panty Pods. A.k.a. two bros, 12 feet from a garden hose. A.k.a. two, one garage, no mirage. A.k.a. one egg, four legs. A.k.a. one's eye, two goats. A.k.a. two Jews, no harm and kill a bruise. A.k.a. some colorful pillows and no weeping Willis. We are in my garage uh, as... How about this? A.k.a. some colorful pillows and what you talking about, Willis? I like it. Uh, different strokes for different folks. That's right. That's how we do. Uh, we're in Jay's garage. We're just trying to make do. Okay. Yes. This is not. This this is a garage. This is garage decor. Right. So if your garage was really in great shape, 
I'd be I'd be worried. I think the garage is in okay it's shape. It's in great shape for a garage. That's right. You this got a record a player. player, you got a ping pong table. There's just stuff it's a playroom. There's, there's a, snacks. There's a lot of pillows all over the place. I understand this isn't our typical salmon colored couch no. that you've become accustomed to. Yet at the same time We're trying to make do. Look, Jay's wife works. That's He's right. gotta be here at home. We gotta record this we stuff. We got no camp for the kids. I'm doing the best I can, damn it. I feel like that's what most people are saying. They're shouting at the top of their lungs. I'm, I'm doing, doing the, the best, best I, I can, can damn, damn it. It. Although some people aren't doing the best they can, and I feel like we're profiling at least one of those people on every episode of this show. Shall we get into it? Let's get into it because I think personally, uh, we've got a story here from yep. one of the most unlikely places. When I heard of where this was taking place, it shocked. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to lie to you. It shocked me. Maybe it shouldn't have shocked me. Well, let's start. Me. Let's dive in. Okay, probably the last place on earth that you would expect strife. You know, in conflict and aggressive attitudes, uh, certainly towards the Black Lives Matter movement, is in a tea shop in Seattle. Look, maybe it's the autonomous zone, which to me just feels like like a mini Burning Man, right? I mean, and also like it's a, like one block. I love people talk. It's like, or it's a couple of blocks. It's really not that big. It's like yeah. a carnival for adults. There you go. Uh, this is in the Fremont district, by the way, no less. Remember it's a- Occupy? Remember when that was around? Yeah. Occupy. Remember like the Occupy, Occupy the Wall cities? Street. Occupy, Occupy Wall Street. Occupy downtown LA. This That's what it's like. We made fun of it in our stand-up We act. did. The lengths that they would go within which- Well, the to- Occupy felt like it was a one-night stand that turned into a three-year relationship. Right. And it felt like everything they were railing about in society, which were societal norms, they ended then up- needing. Needed, needing because they created basically, essentially, a society in the tent city. Right. They're like, hey, can we? Is Look, there, here's what we need. We need someone to walk around and make, make sure, sure that people aren't doing bad stuff to other people. And someone's like, you, you mean, mean like the, the cops? No, 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 no cops. No cops. No cops. We're not talking we about We said cops. no cops. No cops. What do, you, what do you think? This is no cops. We need some sort of system. So, you know, if you want something from someone else, you, you could give something, somebody and something, and then they can for goods. You mean like money? No, no, no banks. No, no banks. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nobody. Who said this money? Occupy. Nobody said money. So it became, just like became what it was. Uh, but so the autonomous zone could become that, although right. I think they're clearing it out. Now, Whatever. Se- Seattle, it's been it's an interesting place. It's been yeah. a while since we've been there. Uh, I don't know if people understand fully what Seattle is built upon. It's yeah. built upon coffee, yeah. uh, grunge music, hipsters, old and hipsters, and depression, and depression, and hi- old hipsters telling you who have now become the kind of people who tell you you can't do things right. Like can't do that. So like if we we tried to jaywalk as you do as you're wont to do as you're walking around a city and at least five people over the course of the weekend we were there were like can't do that you can't do that you can't do that I'm like who are you to tell you me can't what do I that can. it's like yelling at people it's, it's such an you know odd... what it is your activism and right. your your idealism over time gets calcified and it makes you crotchety when you're and it older. turns you into telling people that they that's can't right do you can't do that you can't hey 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 hey. You can't do that. Now there is something like else. someone is like putting too much cream in their coffee, and hey, just someone pop- you can't do that. Can't do that. That's just Seattle. a waste of cream. It's Seattle. Uh, we also learned about something called the Seattle Freeze. Yeah, which, I did not know this. This which was fascinating. Is apparently, like women from Seattle, not women, people, people from Seattle. If you try and break into like Seattle friend groups and you're an outsider, stuff, you, you get, get frozen, frozen out. out. You get frozen out. Now, Seattle has a WNBA team. I don't know if they still do, but they did for a while called the Seattle Storm, which, you know, let's not remind people why they're depressed that it's raining all the time. I would have called the team the The Seattle Seattle Freeze. Freeze. 
How great. Like, I love it. You try to get in and they freeze you out. The defense is so good. Nobody's scoring against us. Even on the team, they never huddle up. It's just small clicks. Nobody is scoring. All right. Seattle freeze. We took the Sean Kemp uh, walking tour of that Seattle. That was awesome. That was uh, awesome. They took us to each well, place where he had a child. Right. So, so we covered you really got to cover every neighborhood. Every single neighborhood. Fantastic. Uh, and we love, this is the other thing that we loved about Seattle, that they blamed their bad driving, and there was bad driving, uh, on too much sun. Yeah. So like, no one owns it was sunglasses. Blinding. Here's the thing. Nobody owns sunglasses. So no one is which prepared. tells you as a people they're pessimistic. They're right. like, look, we've it's never been gonna come down out. by the rain so much the sun's never gonna then once in a while for a couple months, the sun comes out, like you know, July, August, a little bit of September, sun's maybe, out. Maybe you get a little bit of sun and people and don't know what to do. They freak out. They're, they're like, like, There's too much sun. I can't drive when I have such a clear view out my windshield. How am I supposed to drive when I can see thirty feet in front of me? So we drank coffee in the Fremont neighborhood, which yes, is where this thing happened, with our buddy Nate Fritzen and his brother who lived there told us, hey, so fireman, go to this coffee shop, which can you remember what it was called? I can't even remember what it was called. Like uh, the Anchor? No, that's not it. I forgot what it was, but we went there and it was like, I think maybe the name of the coffee place was This Coffee Sucks or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. We yeah. dare you to like it. We dare you to like uh, it. We're kidding if you about li- that. If you like it, you're... But almost. We're, we're not really If kidding. you like it, we're mad at you. So for a guy in the Fremont neighborhood to get confrontational with regards to masks, it wasn't even the Black Lives Matter. I, I misappropriate. It's masks. That's what he's mad about. It's not the Black the movie? Lives Matter. No. Oh, just masks. At okay. a tea shop. Tea shop. This guy's getting... I feel getting, like a tea shop should be the like, most... Most, like, tea is something you have when you are contemplating and talking and discussing meditation and or yeah. relaxing your yes. life. Yes, tea, like, relaxes you. I don't understand why it's like, who's drinking tea and getting fired up? This guy is, he could, like, if you took away where he works, I'm like, what does he sell, like, Civil War muskets in Maybe. North Carolina? I don't know. All right, sells so, tea. Tea shop owner of B. Fuller's Mortar and Pestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got mortar and pestle in the name. It's old school. Posted a sign in his window that said customers would not be allowed in without removing their masks. Double negative. Yeah. What do you say? Like only customers are allowed in who remove their masks, which by the way, why are you asking for that? That's to me, that's like setting up a coffee shop in Tel Aviv and putting up a sign in the window that says no Jews, no Jews. We don't want any Jews in here. Tel Aviv. Listen, even Which, if that's what you we, want. Should we say this? We always wanted to. Well, this was this Wendy's joke? I yeah. think it's our friend yeah. Wendy Shanker's joke, which I love this joke. Wanted to uh, create a an advice column, mm-hmm. a Jewish advice column in a newspaper. In all the Jewish newspapers across the United States. And it was it was called Tel, Tel Aviv. T-E-L-L. I think mean, it's a great idea. Phenomenal. Uh, all right. So even if that's what you want to do, even if you're like, I don't want Jews, even if it's like, I don't want you to wear a mask. It's just bad for business. Yeah. Why can't people understand that bad for business? And by the way, in Seattle, people recognize that they should be wearing a mask. Like you're not, is there a large contingent in Seattle that's saying, I won't go to the tea shop if I have to wear a mask? So like, I don't understand the basis with which. Especially in that neighborhood. Especially in that neighborhood. Maybe if you go out to, I don't know, say Kirkland or Tacoma. I don't know. Maybe in Tacoma, people get pissed at you if you wear a mask, but that, why? I don't even think so. The sign actually said, please remove your mask in bold letters, and it wasn't a typo either. No. And people were, naturally, they were baffled by it. Yeah, okay. 
this is my favorite tea shop. Why would they but be why, against? I don't understand. Why, why would somebody, Rand, I still can't understand. Why would someone take a look at their neighborhood and their clientele yeah. and the climate of what's going on right now and not even fake it? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to go how, out of business? How does it hurt you to say... Why do you give a crap if yeah, people wear masks? It, if you personally don't want to wear a mask and you decide to serve people in your store without wearing a mask and someone says to you, hey, you should put on a mask, you have the right to say, I don't think I need one, but then you also have to deal with the business consequences. Right. People might leave saying, well, this is, place isn't taking precautions. It's one thing to walk into a Trader Joe's with no mask on, right? But to order everyone else to take them off... That or else you're not going to serve them. You're you're. What do I you think? What happens? Is you're you, discriminating against the careful. Yeah, that is weird. You're going after the people who are conscientious. So as expected, he took to racist book Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook to apologize, and that of course went pretty much how you'd expect it to go. Yep. Uh, he said, "I wanted to reach out and first and foremost apologize for what was a misguided statement posted in the window of the shop last Sunday." Okay, yeah. that's a decent start. I would just end right there. But yeah, of course, just, it's we wouldn't be go covering on. the story if someone if it, didn't end right there. The no mask sign in the window was put up as part of a debate about these issues within the business and with our customers, something we have been doing since the onset of COVID-19. So you're trying to say this is just healthy debate. However, it's not. you healthy. only put up one side of the debate. Right. And you know how you just post up one side of a debate? That's just healthy. To show that you've been that's having just healthy a right there. It's like when I see a sign, I'm like, this must be part of a larger debate that's right. going on right now. This sign is not, this is the beginning. And I'm glad you staked your loyalty to your debate instead of your customer. That's right. That's just good business. Uh, he went on to say, I believe in the value of reflection, debate, and inquiry in all matters. So do we. Yep. Especially around such important issues that fa as face our community today. Yep. You can debate. All you want, okay? I'm going to tell you that. You can debate all you want. You cannot tell people they won't be served if they're wearing a mask. If you want to keep your customers That's in right. Seattle, in Fremont. In Fremont. Understand, like know your audience. Know your audience. How did you not see this coming? I personally, and within my business, have been under stress. It's like, take a page from Sasha Baron Cohen's book. Know your audience. audience. There you go. I personally, and within my business, have been under stress, confused, and wondering as to the correct conduct in these trying times. Okay, wait. Everybody's confused. Everybody is stressed. Right? Everyone is stressed. Right. But to err on the side of caution or to err on the side of what you would predict the majority of your customer base would want, that is just good business. Yeah. Okay? And the right way to move forward amidst all this. That doesn't sound like he was confused, though, when he put that sign up, does it? To me, it's like he set a sign. I will only serve, put a sign up and say, I will only serve people who take their right shoe off. Right. You could do it if you want, but like, like, at how a weird at a is that? time in this country where there are thumbtacks everywhere on the ground. And he's like, if you don't take your shoes, shoes off, off, I'm, I'm not, not going to... You know, but look, if you get st if you, if you get stuck, on a nail, you know, it's not our fault. It didn't seem like there was any confusion at all for him. Yeah. He said, I will be the first to admit that I often make mistakes and hold positions that I later revise based on input, reflection, or fuller information. I have an idea. Just get the fuller information yes. and then make a choice. Don't say the statement. But Don't be like... This is what I hate about his apology, okay? His apology in it, he's like, 
I was confused. I don't know what yeah. my position is. And I said, so then if you're confused and find you out more information thing, before you put a sign in the window, why don't you figure it out? To me, why don't you say to people, hey, if you're confused, then your sign should have said, hey, we're still figuring out the mask thing in here. Right. That should have been your sign. That's a sign that says I'm confused and we're in a debate. It'd be like pouring hot water into a cup and handing it to someone and charging them for tea. Right. And they're like, hey, There's, wait a minute. Shouldn't there be something else in here other than just hot water? And you're like, nope. Nope. That's, that's what it. it is. That is tea. Yeah. No, that's, and then someone's like, hey, th- th- hey, that's no, no, just no. hot water. You have to add the tea leaves. You have to steep the tea leaves into the water. And that's what the guy's makes like, the no, tea. I don't. I'm just confused about what And then four tea or five is. people tell him, hey, actually, you do. No one's going to buy hot water if you call Meanwhile, it tea. Meanwhile, you're demanding money for tea from this person. So then a bunch of people are like, hey, man, people aren't coming here anymore because you're just trying to sell them hot water and you're calling it tea. And then he's like, oh, oh Jesus. Right. I got to right. put the tea in it if I'm going to sell it as tea. And then there you go. What was the full, what, what was the new information that he needed? It's, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the actual issue. The Post also stated that the position was too confrontational and not in harmony with the community, causing anger and even confusion. That's what we said, and, and we criticism. don't even live in Fremont. Translation, How do bad, we know that? Bad for business. Surprise, yeah. surprise, surprise. How do we know that and we don't live there? We the, visited maybe like three times. The sign was taken down on Friday, and this goes to a larger issue and another way to bring about change in a capitalistic, capitalistic society. Yeah. Don't patronize places that support violent or exclusionary practices. Yeah. This is how we can change things in the world right now. Send a message with make your them, dollars. Make them feel the economic sting of their decisions to be vocal on something that would be yeah. dangerous for people. Once again, we're, we're not, not saying the guy can't, can't have, have an his opi- opinion on have masks. Have your opinion on masks. You but just understand there are ramifications, especially if you're in an area that really does like to wear masks. If you're somewhere in, if you're in Tulsa or you're somewhere else where people don't care about that stuff, if you're in Florida and Pensacola and no one gives a crap, fine, you can have that opinion. It would honestly, it's like it's like opening up a sports bar in like. Needham, Massachusetts, that says, like, screw the Patriots. Yeah. That's the name of the sports bar. You can't Patriots come in, suck. You come in here with a Patriots jersey, jersey we on, won't serve we won't you serve beer. You. Get out. It's like, what? why would you do that? No human being would ever do that. Nobody would ever think that's good business. You might be like, that's how I feel. I hate the Patriots. I just hate them. It's like, okay, fine. You hate the Patriots, but it's, you got a bar, you got a sports bar in the middle of, of New England. Why can't people understand that sports means all sports? Anyway. All right. That's pretty much all I got to say on that first thing. Like, understand this is the big takeaway of the story. And we've learned this a long time ago in comedy, and this is truth. Know your audience. Just know it. You know can it. have your opinions. You can have your options. Randy and I went down and did a show in Texas, but right before, literally like two weeks before the country shut down. Yeah, like a month before it month. shut down. And it was February in, 10th. And it was in the heart of... A like red, outside of... Was it outside of Austin? Austin but it was like, like 100 miles, miles away. At a country club. And we were like, I don't know if we're going to push our anti-Trump agenda here. I don't know if we're going to... Re- would that be beneficial for us? Whether we believe it or not, should we not bring that material out? We Is- went up to the line and made fun of the wall, but we did it in such a way that couldn't make an entire audience turn on us and have to dig out of that hole for another hour. That was and that's a just we business. Made. And in the end, people- That doesn't mean we didn't have the feelings we have about 
everything. We just were like, hey, we don't want to go through hardships in this uh, in this moment. We know we'd who rather audience. make the audience happy because it's a corporate show and it's it's business. Know your, your audience. audience. All right, we're gonna take a break. Yep. When we come back, another great story here. Uh, it involves hovercrafts. Hello. And whenever hovercrafts are involved, we'll be there to make fun of it. This is uh, Scarborough Country, the virus edition. Stay with us. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. Um, Thank you to everyone who voted for us. We don't know the outcome yet of uh, what happened with our second round entry, our Sweet 16 entry in the tournament of last. I'm hoping we get to do the third one. We shot the third one, and I love the third one. Uh, It's a great, I just love it. I'm I'm praying that we get a chance for it to show it to you guys because we really had a blast. And if we do make it past the second round, if they're going to let us know this week, that means we shoot a fourth round one too. So again, we if we do get past and we're in the third round, please, please, please vote for us this Sunday. Tournament of Laughs, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 Eastern time, at 10.30, 7.30. That's uh, when voting, voting starts. Opens you go to tournamentoflaughs.com. And vote early and vote often. It's like, like we said, it's like an election in the Philippines. All, All right, right, let's get to this story, Ren. So if your plans include riding a hovercraft with other people during this summer, I'm just going to say expect bad things to happen to you. Like hovercraft feels to me like technology that felt very forward about 45 years and ago. And it's like, we don't need it. And then you're just like, is it? It's like, yeah, it's it's like an extra hood ornament. Right. Someone's like, well, you got to have an extra hood ornament. Hovercraft, man. Do you're we need it? I don't think so. I would just put a pin in your hovercraft plans while the global pandemic is going. Who, is that Who has to be on a hoverboard so badly? Not a hoverboard, like, a hovercraft, I'm sorry, hovercraft. Jay. Hoverboard has, is ridiculous. Hoverboard would be absurd. This isn't back to the fucking future. Who has to be on a hovercraft so badly that they're like, pandemic be damned? Let me say this. Unless the hovercraft is the only way you can get your pregnant wife to a hospital that is located directly across a dried out lake bed. Yes. Then you should not be on a hovercraft. No. Just having fun with friends right now. The world is falling apart. And you're like, I need to get on this hovercraft. I'm going to see how many times, Jay, you and I can say the word hovercraft. It's going to happen a lot. Just to show how ridiculous it is. The more we say hovercraft, the more silly it seems that this is important for someone to To be on a hovercraft. Yes. Well, you You asked for it. You wanted the hovercraft story, gang. You got it! All right. The captain of a hovercraft, the captain, that's what you call it. I don't really the driver of a hovercraft. It's the captain of a hovercraft, okay? This is your captain speaking. I would would probably call him guy at the wheel. Right. The captain of the hovercraft, I would say man with three fingers on his left hand. (laughs) Captain of the hovercraft was forced to suspend a crossing, a crossing, because two passengers refuse to wear face masks. Yeah. The other people on your hovercraft are going to be, they're going to be douchebags. Like ex- if you went on the hovercraft expecting everyone to be woke and cool, forget it. Nope. Like other people on your hovercraft are going to say, be damned the, what's right, happening. Right, the pandemic. And also, they're on a hovercraft. Yeah. But people who are not on a hovercraft are probably at home trying to be safe. People are, uh, police were called as a service from the South Sea to ride on the Isle of White. Uh, White, W I G H T, uh, was halted when the pair became verbally abusive. Oh, so the people who are refusing to wear masks, they're the ones who are becoming abusive. That is such a shock. This is what Hover Travel said. Yep, they probably said something like, shut up and drive. Yeah. 
I, they probably said something like, I'm the captain now. Yeah. All right? If we're going to go with the captain. They probably pulled out a bottle of Captain Morgan, Morgan and started drinking Put their that. foot up on the chair. And, and said, who's the captain way. now? We don't pay you to tell us that we need to wear face masks. That's what I think they probably said. Jeez. You know what I mean? Yes. Something do you know how much that. money we spent on this hovercraft? Like do those you, phrases. And something like, do you know who I am? And they're not anyone that they would know. So it's like when someone talks during your comedy show. We had this in Louisville years ago. Like a huge group, 20 people sat down and they all were talking throughout the show. And we knew that the club was like, if we were to try and take 20 people out in the middle of the show and then take them out and move them over, it will create such a distraction. People would be so mad. But so they, we let them stay. We let them stay. We let them do their thing, right? Yeah. And they let them in there and they talked the whole show and bothered the people around them, right? right? And then they came out and the girl, some woman came up to me and was like, can I have my picture with you? We're and like, I, were you the people who were talking the whole time? And they said, yeah, yeah it's her birthday. We're like, we don't care. No. Why did you come to a comedy club? That's the worst place to go. That means you have to listen to us open up tiny stories about, about our, our lives. lives and whatnot. It's like not fair to this girl on her birthday that you took her here. Your birthday, unless she was the biggest fan of ours ever, which clearly she was not. No. Then she, you guys should be her. out partying. Like, go out into the bar and hang out. And they're like, yeah, well, we paid our money. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does not matter if you paid your money you don't get to paying your money doesn't give you the license to be an asshole no same thing paying the money on a hovercraft you have to also follow rules right you want to be the center of attention on a hovercraft it doesn't matter all right the firm has banned them good and, Good. and canceled their travel cards for breaching abusive behavior policy on the 1730 bst service on friday wait Th was this a company out? I don't even understand what this I was. This. I don't and understand. travel cards? How do we get travel cards? Oh, we don't have travel cards. Anyone traveling on public transportation in England must wear a face covering. That's it. So this was a public hovercraft. See, I now think. I'm confused. Who is commuting on a hovercraft? I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying, Jay? I don't know. Hampshire Constabulary said, officers spoke to the pair when they arrived in Ride after crossing the room, Ride, I know, is the town, right. but it's R-Y-D-E, and to me, Ride is what the hovercraft should be called. It's yes. like lift, right. but a hovercraft. A water lift. Lift, spelled incorrectly. But they, uh, ride, like they ride on the other side of the lake bed? Yeah, right. I don't know why they're always pictured. In England, the they, yeah. They, they ride R-Y-D-E on the other side. I they do pass on, if there were two hovercraft on thing coming at each other, they would pass on the other side. Right. The argument was about uh, one of the passengers wearing a mask, which had broken a strap. The policewoman said, "So they were wearing, so they were wearing the mask, but it broke the strap, and then not. Like it's too tough to hold a mask on your face, right? I like, guess. Why would that be too tough? So the strap broke, and she just let it hang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you said it was a sheet. What if it's a heat? I think it's a woman. I just look. Protecting lives is just too much effort to put your hand over your face. That's I know. It. I know. No formal complaint was made, and officers noted the passengers were no longer allowed to use the service. Yeah, they're gone. Out, Hovercraft out is not a right, dummies. It is yeah. a privilege. It's a gift. It's a gift from God. Under the rule, which is coming to force on June 15th, passengers without a covering will be asked to wear one or face being refused on board and find how much, Jay, do you think they'll be fined? You guys can play along at home, too. Is it in pounds? Or it's in pounds. A hundred pounds. That's exactly right. All right. A hundred pounds. Yes. So it's a big fine. That would be like, what, $105? Yeah. Because the pound has really gone it's down. It's so weak now. Yeah, 104. Hover Travel said staff had engaged, have engaged with these customers on a number of previous occasions, explaining the reasons so why and encouraging suck. the use of face covering. These people suck. So they've, 
ask them to use face coverings all the time, and they're like, yeah, no, my they're strap idiots. broke. Yeah. This is like they use the my strap broke every time. That, that is their excuse. That's the my dog ate my homework if excuse you have for why to, I don't have my mask. If you have to engage with them once, they're idiots. Multiple occasions, yeah, they're never going to get it. They're assholes. Idiots if it's once, assholes if it's more than once. You should not be allowed to hovercraft if you have this opinion. The captain stopped the hovercraft during the crossing to reiterate the regulations, but was forced to escalate the process by involving the police. And therefore, the, so you're going to really get violent, get angry with the captain? And you're going to slow down my hovercraft experience? Is this a hovercraft mutiny? If it's a captain, it's a mutiny. I think it. <laughs> if you don't put your masks on, I'll turn this hovercraft around is what he probably Basically said. said. And I'll do it. You know I will. You know I'll do it. I would only like to get a hovercraft driver's license just so I could turn around and say, if you don't stop it, if you don't put a mask on, I will turn this I will turn this around. Ma- I will turn this craft around. The customers became verbally abusive, and so hovercraft, uh, hover travel followed its zero tolerance policy. I love that they have a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. To any abusive behavior by canceling both customers' travel cards. Yeah, I bet there was a lot of extra money on that. I bet you had like three or four hovercraft trips left on that thing. Bummer. Hovercraft staff, to me, sounds like a Swedish indie rock band. Hovercraft, hovercraft staff. staff. Coming up next, Hovercraft staff. <laughs> uh, people with certain health conditions, disabled people and children under the age of 11 are exempt for the rule. Are we talking about the Karen at Trader Joe's that we talked about last week? You know or, what I mean? I mean, what is, so they're exempt. She had breathing problems. Yeah. Why couldn't she wear a mask? She was also acting like she was 10. So yeah, thing. so I don't know if it's your under she fit 11. Both of those criteria. Acting, right. If you're acting like you're under 10, right. that's it. Right. Still, if she walked up in her Bay Bay t-shirt yapping about breathing problems, I'd probably say no hovercraft for you. If you can't put a mask on, no hovercraft. Do that's we, what I would do say. Do we have hovercraft here in America? I don't know. By the way, I want to use that as a new like phrase to tell people that they won't get what they want. No hovercraft. No hovercraft for, for you. For it's you. like no soup for you. No hovercraft for you. You you walk in here thinking that you know what's what, and you walk in here. You want to make, act however you can act and just be all over the map. And then you know what we say: get a hovercraft. You know what we say: ride? no hovercraft for you. No hovercraft for you. If you're gonna act like an asshole, no, no hovercraft, hovercraft for, for you. you. All right, guys, there that is go. the show. That there is how go. we do it. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we enjoyed doing it for you. Uh, Sorry and, for the uh, ambient noises that are yeah, going hey, on. Hey, we're outside. in the garage, man. This is life. Life the is happening open, around us. Doors people. open. Life is happening around us. We want you guys to uh, stay connected, stay protected. Don't get infected. Punch a water faucet. Follow our YouTube heads. page if you haven't uh, signed up and uh, become a subscriber to our YouTube page. That is growing. Uh, and that is where you can see all the episodes of this show in their entirety, uh, which is a lot of fun, not yeah, just the clips but. on our Instagram pages. So we appreciate you guys for following it. Yes, we do. And uh, with that, we say we're out. A podcast network. Hey, this is Daniel Van Kirk. Wanted to jump here in the ads to tell you about a show I am doing. It's at Nowhere Comedy Club, which means it's everywhere. It's wherever you are. You can find tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com or at DanielVanKirk.com. And the show is a headlining stand-up comedy show from me with almost all new material, including... A story I have never told before in a comedy setting or on quote-unquote stage. So I hope you can make it out. It is Thursday, July 16th at 6 o'clock 
Los Angeles time. That would be eight o'clock Rochelle, Illinois time. And wherever else you are, please figure it out. The first 100 tickets are only 10 bucks. Every ticket after that only goes up to 15. So it's $15 a ticket. And there is a meet and greet option, which means 50 people. That's it. will get to hang out with me after the show. Talk to me about all the new material you just saw. Maybe we'll do some sort of dumb people town story if you have one of those or a pen pal letter if you have one of those that you want to read. Or we will just hang out and hang for a little bit after the show. Again, that is the nowherecomedyclub.com or danielvankirk.com for my headlining show on July 16th. That's a Thursday at six o'clock Pacific time. I really hope to see you there. Thanks. Hey, this is Daniel Van Kirk. Wanted to jump here in the ads to tell you about a show I am doing. It's at Nowhere Comedy Club, which means it's everywhere. It's wherever you are. You can find tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com or at DanielVanKirk.com. And the show is a headlining stand-up comedy show from me with almost all new material, including a story I have never told before in a comedy setting or on quote-unquote stage. So I hope you can make it out. It is Thursday, July 16th at 6 o'clock Los Angeles time. That would be 8 o'clock Rochelle, Illinois time. And wherever else you are, please figure it out. The first 100 tickets are only 10 bucks. Every ticket after that only goes up to 15 So it's $15 a ticket. And there is a meet and greet option, which means 50 people. That's it. We'll get to hang out with me after the show. Talk to me about all the new material you just saw. Maybe we'll do some sort of dumb people town story if you have one of those or a pen pal letter if you have one of those that you want to read. Or we will just hang out and hang for a little bit after the show. Again, and that is the NowhereComedyClub.com or DanielVanKirk.com for my headlining show on July 16th. That's a Thursday at 6 o'clock Pacific time. I really hope to see you there. Thanks.